You've tuned into the Bellingham Podcast for the week of July 11th, 2021. This is episode 194. From that, let's do that episode again. City by the Sailor Sea, I'm AJ Barsay. And straight out of 98226, I am Chris Powell. And straight out of 98226, I am Chris Powell on this episode. AJ and I had some technical difficulties the past couple weeks. Stuff happens, life occurs. We're gonna do this again. We're gonna talk about and continue our uh, mini series about welcoming everyone back to Bellingham. This time, we're gonna talk about the downtown corridor, the atria, the ventricles, all that is in the heart of Bellingham next on the Bellingham Podcast. So yes, before anybody asks me again, yes, as technologists, even technology breaks on us. How you doing, Chris? I'm doing just fine, thank you. Got different gear this time. And uh, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, uh, you get your money's worth here at the Bellingham Podcast. for <laughs> The low price of furry. Exactly, but no, I had some technical difficulties and now I think we got them resolved. Uh, let's, let's talk about the scenario that we've been... Uh, discussing it for the first three parts of this uh, mini-series. The scenario is you're in town on business or attending a conference or are visiting family and friends, and you've heard lots of good things about this city by the Salish Sea, and you want to check out the downtown scene. Now what? Well, AJ and I have the scoop. Yeah. So on this, we're going to start with our quality assurance slash secret weapon. Yes. Um, because really, we're going to talk about walking about or biking about uh, our city. And the best place to get started is really to park the best place that you can downtown, uh, which is our new uh, Waypoint Park. So Waypoint Park is, uh, there's a lot of a lot of features about it. It used to be an old Georgia Pacific, I recall. Yep, Super the paper mill, site. yeah. Oh, paper mill. And there you'll see what's commonly referred to as an acid ball. Google it, you'll see what I'm talking about, as well as a bunch of other fixtures. It also has plenty of parking. Uh, also, at the time of this recording, I just found out when I went down there on a Thursday, there's also a farmer's market now. Oh, really? That building that they're, or is it, that's if, where it's going to be? No, by the pump track. Now. Oh, okay. All right. So, How so convenient. If, yeah. So if you're at the, uh, the pump track, uh, Colshan has like a, a pop-up there now and stuff. Uh, they got like some, some like Conics boxes um, as like a, a pop-up uh, beer garden. There's also a little farmer's market now and stuff right there at the pump track. But what's great about it is you have a long, like the entire, uh, uh, I guess, uh, diagonal of the park is um, all parking. And it's, it's, it's free parking. It's one of the few places you can still park in Bellingham for free. Which leads me to, if you don't get a parking spot at Waypoint Park, Chris, how do people go get parking in this place? This is my secret weapon for Bellingham. In downtown, we have uh, a number of metered parking spots that uh, have a reasonable amount per hour if you want to park and then go around. Keep in mind, if you have a destination, let's just say on Cornwall Avenue, you can safely park on Railroad Avenue, and it's only a couple blocks away. It's not that long a hike. But one thing you might want to do is, if you have a mobile phone, and hey, everyone does, uh, go get the pay by phone app. It's a free download. And Bellingham downtown uses pay by phone app, uh, associates, you know, a credit card or some other form of payment and make sure you have your driver's license and the make and model of your vehicle, uh, before <laughs> paying for parking in a, in a slot pay by phone, not park mobile, yes. uh, th for the downtown area here in Bellingham. That's my secret weapon. Yeah. So now that we've got that out of the way, so you can either park for free and walk, or you can park park in downtown 
around and you're going to do several laps because we don't have a lot of parking, uh, even with the, the the slanted parking that we now have. It's somewhat limited. It is. It's fairly limited. Um, for my motorcyclists uh, out there, and actually I'm going to give a shout out to a new listener, Rochelle out of Seattle. Hi, Rochelle from Seattle. Uh, who came up to, to, to Bellingham and stuff uh, by motorcycle and, and took the world famous Chuck and that back down. Awesome. Uh, anyway, shout out to her. But like the, 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 the thing about our city is we do have designated spots for motorcyclists. I will throw that out. Um, but let's get let's get our our ten thousand steps, shall we? Because That's a great way of putting it. It's a walking tour of the downtown uh, corridor. Yeah. So uh, while parking at Waypoint Park, you're going to start heading uh, obviously east from uh, our our west uh, Salish Sea. Really, the first thing you're going to see is the Granary Building. Yes. And, and this is a, a building that is well loved and well known in Bellingham. It used to have an arch, uh, a heart shaped ivy heart uh, on its outside that's being regrown by our city. Excellent. Um, and the first thing you're going to see is uh, a yoga space in the upper floor, if you will. Yeah. yeah. Probably with, from what I've heard, and I'm not. I'm a power guy, not really a stretchy kind of guy. Wait, I'm not, really? You don't I'm, get your shavasanas? Or I'm pokey, not Gumby. Oh, okay. So. <laughs> I'm not that flexible, but from what I've heard, it's got majestic views of the bay and other areas. And the Bellingham Yoga Collective uh, is the name of the new uh, establishment on the second floor, I believe. Yeah, Namaste, dude. That's right. Now down below, if you, once you've gotten your Gumby on, as Chris just put it, <laughs> um, or however you like to uh, get your I have to get your vinyasa on. Vinyasa, there we go. You <laughs> might you're, you might be <laughs> hungry for some sconage. Uh, there's a scone grown, and what I like about this place, Chris, is um, it's a vegan shop. It's a vegan bakery. For all diets allowed. And it's a tasty business, that's for sure. Have you have you eaten there yet? Not yet. Okay, so it's it's on my list because because of uh, obviously my allergy family. Um, the I want to see how this compares to uh, Wild Oat Bakery downtown. But uh, yeah, Scone Grown and right next door to it is the Black Fern. Black Fern is a, a new establishment that offers coffee and wine. Mm -hmm. uh, it, they have outdoor seating, which is wonderful in this time of year. Uh, and it's one of those establishments that it's going to be your favorite, just like other coffee locations cows that we have around here uh, as well. It's right next door to the scone grown, kind of in the same uh, joint. And then there's a different kind of uh, drink available uh, in that lower street level uh, part of the granary building. Yeah. So in our, in our, our fair city, we have lots of different breweries. See previous episodes for that. Um, Honeymoon is our local uh, mead meadery uh, in downtown, but we now have a new one called Artivim. Uh, Artivim uh, Mead Company. And so if you don't know what mead is, that's a honey wine. I thought it was actually those, uh, that notebook and paper company for school supplies. You're going to make that joke again. <laughs> well, they're hearing it for the first time, dude. We've, we've that was AJ rolling his eyes at the joke that I made before. <laughs> anyway, yeah, the Artivim Mead Company to get a little bit of a drink. And, and I'm going to say this again, for those of you who may be new to the Bellingham Podcast or longtime listeners, yeah. we are talking about places to imbibe in some alcoholic beverages. We at the Bellingham Podcast, honor those who are currently going through recovery. Uh, you are heroes to us, and we would not do anything to make you all uncomfortable, yep. which is why we mentioned Black Fern and the coffee available as Oh, well. yeah. That's so, what I'll be. Anyway, uh, moving on. Moving on. So going up from the granary, you're going to cross a, a, our, our road and a railroad, and you're going to be literally starting your journey up the heart of uh, our city. So we're going to hit Bay Street. Bay Street is the uh, what could be considered in the arts district, if you will. Will of yeah. downtown Bellingham. It's the art atrium. 
uh, of I like our it. city. Yeah, good alliteration there. And it, it's easy to remember because you'll see the spiky thing kind of in the the ground. It looks like a like a cocktail uh, cocktail stick that glows and stuff. The co- <laughs> the spiky <laughs> thing. I'm like, what is he talking about? Yes. How, the, how else am I supposed to describe that for listeners? Stick. The swizzle stick sculpture. of our city. I can do alliteration too. Swizzle stick sculpture. Say that five times fast. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So there you'll find the flat iron building. Uh, which also has like uh, our big local uh, chain, which is Woods Coffee, and also down, uh, downtown Bayou on the Bay. Yep, long t- long time establishment for uh, Cajun food. Now, when Chris and I did this, uh, part one of three of attempts of doing this, the walking part of this, we actually walked this, and this came in this entire tour that we're going to give you came in at about six thousand steps from um, from Waypoint Park. And what was crazy cool is that Chris, you and I have been here for decade and decade plus. Yes. You and I literally felt like tourists for the first time. It's an unfortunate, uh, occurrence that had to happen based on, uh, the remote year that we had with coronavirus. Uh, A lot of businesses had to shutter their doors. And for that, we are very sad for them. However, uh, as our studio audience birds can attest, if you heard the the bird chirping in the distance, um, there are a lot of new establishments that have taken over and we just want to be able to say welcome to the city. Uh, And uh, there's like 15 or so new eateries, drankeries and thingeries. Yeah, Yeah, and things to do. Yeah, so one of the references outside of the swizzle stick sculpture is also uh, Black Sheep, which is the place that you and I say is like one of the best places to get tacos. Uh, near there, there are three new places. And the first one is Jack's Bar. And there was a 80s reference there. Yeah, they had on their, their sign, uh, you know, come on in. We've been waiting for you. And that's kind of like the Three's Company theme. Yeah. What I noticed there, if they still have that up, cool. Uh, but Jack Tripper from Three's Company. Those of you who are youngins probably don't get that. But those of you who are from the 80s like me, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, and then we also have uh, two other uh, uh, places to get your brew on, which is Ten Barrel Brewing. And then the one that I thought was kind of the, the, the most fun, which used to be the Goat Mountain Pizza Place, uh, is the Lorikeet Bar. Kind of uh, along the lines of Parakeet, it's the Lorikeet Bar. And so they have the upstairs uh, seating available as well. And, you know, uh, it's going to be a great place to go when you're looking for, you know, having a drink, uh, whenever that might be. Now, when we were walking, we also noticed that there was a bunch of, and a lot of cities have done this, is there's the outside seating arrangements where uh, old parking spaces have been converted for covered seating. And this place, uh, this part of our town, there is literally an entire block of that. And I'm kind of hoping that kind of stays post-pandemic. It's kind of nice. It, it is helpful and it's great to have a covering because, oh, I don't know uh, if you're new to town, we do get a little bit of rain around here. Just a scotch. It's good uh, to have that as, as far as um, to be able to enjoy your uh, dinner and things like that. One other thing on Bay Street, as you would walk maybe away from Black Sheep down the hill slightly uh, towards the upfront uh, improv. Heading back west. Yeah. Uh, there's a new record shop in town. And by records, it's not like, you know, CDs, tapes and stuff like that. This is vinyl. A vinyl and it's called Black Noise Records. Yeah. So this is, we, we, we've used to have two other, um, two other vinyl places in town. Uh, one got burned down and now we just have everyday music, uh, EM, EM music. Yeah. Everyday music. Uh, and so what's cool about this place is, uh, and Chris and I, when we did this walk, uh, things were still opening up. It was early morning. So um, Black Noise Records is like the small little shop. Like if you're probably an obscure vinyl person, I'm going to bet this is the place that you want to go before you go to the big, more EM music place. Yeah. And next to that, there's a Geheim Gallery, G-E-H-E-I-M. That's my best attempt at pronouncing it. Sorry, German listeners. Exactly. Um, and it's right across the street from the Bay Street Gallery. 
So I believe if uh, Bellingham still continues this, the first Friday of every month is the Bellingham Art Walk. Methinks the new Geheim Gallery, I'm going to try a different pronunciation, see if that works, uh, will be part of the contemporary art gallery experience for that. Welcome to Bellingham. Glad you're uh, injecting more arts into our city for that. But let's move on from Bay Street, shall we? Yes, we should. And before we do, you might be listening to us on Camry 102.3 FM. They're all over Bellingham and streaming worldwide wherever you happen to be at, including Outer Mongolia, if you have a, a strong wireless connection, uh, at kmre.org. We thank KMRE for broadcasting our show Saturdays at 3 o'clock in the Pacific Time Zone in this wonderful uh, location that we're living in. Sub Mongolia. There you go. So another another uh, waypoint that you'll you'll know in our city is the Bellingham Parkade, which is this big multi-story uh, parking complex with a cool mural in the, the basement. Which during the summertime has uh, in the past had some rooftop cinema airings right. uh, for the, si- the the fine Saturday nights or Friday nights or depending you got to check the you got to check the papers yeah. kids uh, but the top floor of the parkade uh, could be having some really cool movies to be able to enjoy the nice sunset yeah it's a great view up there but down uh, down on uh, that's commercial street commercial and uh, there's a place called Holly's pies now I have to tell you a secret Chris all right I am pretty sure this used to be called to go pies Pies. To go pies had two locations. It was in Linden and up in Everson. Okay. Because when I would go up, coming back for either from Canada or from the mountain, I would always enjoy stopping in and getting these great handmade uh, pies, hand pies. Now, are they are they meat pies or are they uh, dessert pies? Combination of the both. I would love pretty much anything out of her shop, and I'm pretty sure that's Holly. So Holly is now uh, Holly's Pies is, I believe, that shop. And if Holly is listening, let me know because I used to love coming into your shop and eating them. But they're the tasty pies. If you remember Man Pies, Holly's Pies. If it's the same as the old to-go pies, uh, knocks them out of the park. Sounds good. Now, on the other side of the street on commercial, there's a longstanding, uh, wonderful establishment called Brandywine Kitchen. We noticed when we were walking by that there was uh, some caution tape. Fear not. Uh, there was some unfortunate fire damage uh, that occurred to the establishment. They are scheduling an early August reopening. So by the time that you're listening to this, uh, get your taste buds in tune or get out there and enjoy them and welcome them back over there on Commercial Street, Brandywine Kitchen. But let's go to this very unique nexus of streets in downtown Bellingham. It's kind of the corner corner of Magnolia, Champion, yeah. uh, this whole thing. It's a triangle-shaped building, and we already had one in Bay Street uh, with the Flatiron Building, but there's another one that has a really cool uh, business that moved into it. Yeah, yeah. So if you're near, if you're near the other uh, uh, waypoint that we're going to throw out, which is the Mount Baker Theater, there is um, this other triangular old school brick style building and there used to be a place called the Rook and Rogue which was uh, kind of a, a lounge and gaming estab- board game establishment and stuff and before that was Porta Subs which and, was a great oh, sub shop Porta Subs yeah, yeah yeah but now Black Drop which is an instant uh, an independent institutional coffee uh, house here in, in Bellingham they have now taken over that place and I am looking forward to this and they've uh, we, we peeked in the windows if you will on a 91 degree day when we did the drive by back yeah. in the heat dome zone when in we tried to take one of this uh, episode. Yeah. Uh, wow, what a great locale. And this could be your new remote work, remote totally. uh, chill, and just get out of the house and have a cuppa. Uh, that's my cuppa uh, quota for the, for the show. Cuppa quota. Good to see Blackdrop. Hashtag cuppa quota. That's right. Uh, it's good to see Blackdrop taking over a fine building area. And go check them out on Magnolia and Champion Street. But 
AJ just mentioned the Mount Baker Theater. Hit yep. it. So uh, in that same zone, uh, right next door to the Mount Baker Theater is always this restaurant or establishment that just, it's kind of a rotating place. A little upscale as you're going to have a pre-meal or post-meal from yeah. your performance at the Mount Baker Theater. Yeah, it used to be the Belly Impostico, which was called The Table and stuff. And now it is now known as the Snowy River Cocktail Company. Um, and so, yeah, this is kind of going to be your place where once the Mount Baker Theater has more productions and stuff, um, however the COVID stuff is going to happen with it, you know, this will be the place that you'll want to either take your date or, you know, post or pre uh, the, the the production that you're going to go see at the Mount Baker Theater. It's always a convenient uh, locale. And, and after the theater, it probably will be jacked full of people. Probably. But <laughs> just keep that in mind as you see in the marquee. Uh, as you're exiting Mount Baker Theater, you want to uh, head towards Cornwall Avenue. Avenue. And on Cornwall Avenue, uh, there has been for a while, but it's now open, the Chuckanut Bay Distillery. Uh, this is going to be big. I think once the beautiful weather uh, subsides a little bit and people want to go indoors more, uh, the, the, the interior is outstanding. And I think uh, for those of you that want to get your drink on, I think this is definitely going to be, uh, you park at the parkade, you walk about a block, you're right there. It's it's all good. What what else? The uh, the theme of of the Chuckanut Bay Distillery, the inside, because I mean, you and I talked about this now three times. But um, when people reemerge into our city, we everything has changed, and I think more and more people are going to want to go to places for ambiance. And a lot of the places that we're trying to describe, other than where they are in our city, you know, are going to be like, for instance, like you'd mentioned, if this would be a good uh, uh, kind of co-working space, if, if you're trying to do remote work at the Black Drop or with Chuckanut Bay Distillery, this screams Pacific Northwest Timberline. Like you look in the inside of this place and it looks like if you're familiar with um, Stumptown Coffee out of Portland, it's that same woodsy timber vibe. I think you're going to see a lot of folks after the work uh, bell ends, uh, signaling the end of the workday for those who are going into work and not working from home to meet there for a little bit of an after work beverage. Uh, it's going to get pretty packed around happy hour time. Yeah, but do, dude. Absolutely. Now down the road, let's just say heading west, there's a new joint uh, on Cornwall Avenue. Yeah, this was an accidental find on my part. So I, I was, uh, I took my kid to go get some stuff at Wild Oat and he disappeared on me on, on the block. And I was like, oh, and you know, usually if, if, if I'm getting a sweet treat, he is healing right by me. Yep. And here he is, nose plastered into this window. And I'm like, what's, what's going on? Dada, dog, dog. And I look through the window and it's this place and it's called the, uh, and this is the full name, Are You My Human Dog Rescue and Lounge. I couldn't think of a better name for it. <laughs> so apparently like it's it's a lounge and-, and A play these, area yeah. uh, for, for dogs and things like that. But yeah, what a great place to uh, get your animal love on. Oh yeah, and if you have kids, I will warn you, they do have a big bay window and I can guarantee you where your kid is going to be because there is all kinds of dog dogs. Absolutely. Now, as we progress west on Cornwall Avenue, we're gonna encounter uh, the Leopold. And the Leopold used to be uh, a bit of a, a retirement community back in the day. It is now Hotel Leo. God give us strength. And inside <laughs> Hotel Leo, there is a lounge as per most hotels. It's called Amendment 21. Yeah. Guess what um, amendment, the 21st Amendment uh, involved? Right to bear arms, freedom of speech, right to drink? Uh, the right to be able to be podcasters. Oh, no, I'm okay. just kidding. No, the, the prohibition thing. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have a prohibition themed uh, lounge inside the Leopold. It's it's uh, definitely got the schwank uh, vibe going on. And so uh, cue the Mad Men intro music uh, when you get a chance 
chance. Here comes a helicopter overhead. <laughs> We're going to do some hot, fancy audio editing now. So that uh, that podcast break brought to you by the United States Coast Guard. And Black Hawk Down. Anyway, moving on. Let's let's stick with what's around Hotel Leo. So, uh, yeah, so we have Amendment 21, which is in the Leopold. But also we found out about this new chocolate shop, which... I don't, you and I were going back and forth about this. The place is called Evolve, and I am pretty sure Evolve used to be in Village, Village Books. Books. Yeah, the third floor of Village Books. I'm pretty sure that's the same, same place. It's a chocolate espresso and provisions establishment. Ooh. My pinky is firmly planted in the air as I'm sipping my espresso yeah. and, and noshing on a fine dark chocolate. Yes. Uh, I definitely think they have... Uh, it's 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 going to be something for the post dinner enjoyment, uh, unless you want to make chocolate and coffee your dinner. That's your choice. But there's also another, an, you know, in case you're looking for a gift or a souvenir yeah. from Bellingham, AJ and I got you hook up. Oh yes. Right, so we've said it many times on the show, if you want to get a Pacific Northwest or Republic of Cascadia or Sasquatch-related paraphernalia, usually we'd say Crestwell and Bog, but we now have Northwest Corner Goods. Northwest Corner Goods, uh, the owners and proprietors is uh, one uh, Brad Lockhart and Kevin... Masuda. Masuda. Forgive me if we messed up on your names. Um, but these local artists, man, like if you're looking for things that is definitely screaming the PNW for whether it's pins or flags or, uh, you know, a, 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 a ham that is ringing a bell for belling hamming. There you go. Check out their shop. Absolutely. And, you know, uh, that is Cornwall Street. And if we were to go up, let's just say south, but, you know, it, Holly Street is kind of like that downhill uh, drive in downtown Bellingham. But when we go to Railroad, which is kind of like the heart of Bellingham, we have the Bellingham Farmer's Market. And across the street's Boundary Bay, so you get your bearings. But there's an alleyway in between Railroad and State Street. It's off of Maple as well. <laughs> Another trifecta of roads. There's a new music shop in town, and that's Champlain, Champlain Guitars. This is a, a full repair service from... Uh, from you know, restringing your instrument to setting it up because you gotta get your fretboard level, boys and girls, yeah. and uh, new and vintage guitars as well. Welcome to the city, Champlain Guitars. I have so missed uh, a local music shop right. to be able to go in there. I will be visiting soon. They opened. They they just opened July first, yeah. and so uh, so happy to see them in the alleyway nearby the Bellingham Farmers Market. Let's talk about State Street. So State Street. Let's face it. This is the place uh, that. You're, if you're looking for the scene, State Street is pretty much it, okay? It's where you'll find all of the utes of, uh, say, the university and such. Um, and so on the street, you're going to see things like um, Comrade and Carnal. They're they're kind of uh, like Bo and Luke cousins <laughs> or, or Abbott and Costello, Starsky and Hutch. They're a tag team, if you will, uh, kind of like, uh, you know, Bobby Eaton and Stan Lane or Bobby Eaton and Dennis Condry, the, the wonderful Midnight Express. I was just going to say, uh, yeah. I didn't get my wrestling thing. The cult of Cornette is uh, loving this right That's now. That's right. Exactly. So Comrade, uh, let's talk about the cousin, the little brother to Carnal. You'll take Carnal. Comrade, unfortunately, is temporarily closed for the time being, but they're scheduled to reopen August 1st. August 1st. So Comrade is uh, specializing in smash burgers. I've, I've heard of that before somewhere. I but... get knocked down, smash burger. <laughs> <laughs> and you get back up again? Yeah, that's good. Uh, they have smash burgers, spicy fried chicken sandwiches, and all the house-made condiments right. I enunciated so that we still keep the clean tag on our podcast. Uh, Comrade is going to be a great place to get a, uh, some grub for an after-work an after meal. But then there's Carnal right next door. Yeah, so Carnal, this place, oh, okay. So, and I quote, wood-fired meats, seafood, and vegetables from Michelin Star Cooks. 
end quote. Yeah, I think that should be enough to get you to go down there. But uh, if you want more, they also have outdoor uh, tables available and uh, takeout and delivery. Yeah, so, I mean, this is going to be your your spot for if you want some of the more uh, – savory and sultry of of uh, places to eat. Take I a prefer more savory. I'm trying to cut down on the sultry because oh, okay. that just goes straight to my thighs. What about snarky? I got plenty of snark for you, but anyway, that's not on the menu. Okay, so continue with, uh, with State Street, Holly Street. So Holly Street is kind of, we're kind of looping back down. Holly is the main drag that kind of bisects our heart. And with Holly Street, there's the old teriyaki bar. And the old teriyaki bar was a great place, lots of brick walls, and you can get a fine plate of food oh, yeah. uh, at the teriyaki bar. But it's been replaced. Yep. So What's now up? teriyaki bar is now the juxt. Short for juxtaposition. Yeah, so the, the juxt tap room has moved into there. Then we've got what I'm looking forward to, which is Endgame. And that's, uh, you know, hearkening back to the days of Rick and Rogue. Yep. So uh, for those of us that love Ready Player One, that is, uh, this is very much in that same vein. Endgame, the entire interior is Chris Palaplooved. It is painted entirely in black. Absolutely. And uh, lots of vi uh, video game and board game paraphernalia on its walls, including a uh, Link's shield from Zelda. Again, this is going to be one of your places where you're going to be able to lounge, play a board game or two, and probably have a drink, whether they do brew or, or, or a bite to eat yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And finally, kind of as you uh, are approaching the, the heart of downtown on Holly, there's always been a cool uh, cocktail bar, yeah. wine bar. It's now called Locust. And Locust has been around for a while. Uh, they are a wine bar. And if you wanted to have a little bit more than just a pint, if you will, I believe they have your hookup. So AJ, pop quiz. This isn't on our show notes, uh, but I'm going to make you drink anyway. Uh, <laughs> having gone through all of the downtown, uh, what was your what was going in your mind as we were checking out all these new areas? So again, like, like I said at the top of the show, it feels like, especially our heart, like that's the reason why Chris and I started here. This our our city vibe has changed, and coming out of coming out of COVID, I genuinely think like we've we've all gotten used to either taking takeout, and a lot of these options that we mentioned, they have takeout or takeaway options and such, and that's here to stay. But really, I kind of feel like, and and you and I are, are kind of in the same vein even before COVID, like our our the. To get a cup of coffee and to spend that $8 for a cup of coffee, we've been doing it for 16 months. Are you really going to go run out and just grab your general run-of-the-mill uh, big chain cup of coffee when you've been doing it for this long yourself? It's going to be about ambiance and what what experience you're going to get going out now. Yeah, I think a lot of people have been pent up for a while, and I've heard a lot of things about having some uh, income to be able to dispose of mm -hmm. uh, on the experience. And you know, there are there are a number of mega breweries around Bellingham. Uh, you know, every district has one pretty much. But I'm what I'm noticing with so many new places and so many new options available to us. The I don't want to call them hole in the wall, but a small square foot boutique a boutique drankery can be a really great place to be able to call it your own and you know you want to be able to enjoy something they great atmosphere uh and when you want to go out with friends or you're on a date or you have a date night and you're a married couple and you haven't had a date night for over 14 months hey i'm looking at you married guys uh you know this is a there's a lot of uh, possibilities out there for you. But also, not just that, there's also some new art to be able to check out. Expand your mind beyond the glass screen you're currently looking at right now. Uh, and also, you know, with the yoga studio and so many outdoor related trails and possibilities, that that Black Noise Records, yeah. uh, you know, I, I don't have an audio LP player. 
but looking at them, there's like a couple, if I found the record that I was like wanting to have back when I had- You and I be doing a turntable episode again? It might be the case, but uh, that would take a lot for me to get there. But I think if you are a vinyl aficionado, what a great opportunity. And just to plant your car somewhere, walk around, see what's new for yourself. There may be some places that you haven't discovered that we've noticed for all this time that it's like not on our radar as being new. It might be new to you. Right. And so that's our invitation to just get downtown and uh, do something. But uh, while you are down there, there are a couple places that they may offer forks for sale. I invite you to get a fork and stick it in this episode. (laughs) Stick it in this ham that has a bell and ringing. And that wraps it up for this 194th edition, the Max Headroom edition of the Bellingham Podcast. Thank you again so much for listening to us, rating us, reviewing us, wherever you like to get our podcast. Remember, if you are in the Bellingham area, you might be listening to us on KMRE 102.3 FM. They are community powered and streaming all over the darn place at kmre.org. And on that note, you didn't get the Max Headroom reference? No. Oh, okay. 194th? Well, no, because he would always say the same thing. Say the same thing. I'm AJ Barsay. Yeah, I got that. I'm Chris Powell. Thanks once again for joining us on the Bellingham Podcast. AJ, I thought it had something to do with like 194 and the thing. I have all the Max Headroom episodes. I've gone through them. But I was like, I wasn't, I wasn't. We've recorded this like how many times?